The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Three close congressional elections in Virginia could give a hint of whether election night will bring a red wave. As Ben Pavier with VPM News reports, that includes a matchup between Democratic Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger and Republican Yesley Vega. Abigail Spanberger's new district has a nearly even split of voters. She's endorsed by Republican Liz Cheney and says she wants to continue working with the GOP on issues like banning members of Congress from trading stocks. I want to lower the temperature a bit in our political process because I think it's important. Her opponent, Yesley Vega, says Spanberger is a typical Democrat who's failed to address inflation. She's calling for tighter immigration laws and cuts to the federal government. So certainly there are areas that we can reevaluate and try to uh, rein in wasteful spending. So that's going to be my approach. Vega previously said she would back efforts to impeach President Biden and has questioned the outcome of the 2020 election. If she wins, some pundits predict Republicans could be in for a good night across the country. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The race in Virginia's 2nd Congressional District is one of a handful of contests that could determine what party controls the U.S. House of Representatives. Democratic Representative Elaine Luria and Republican State Senator Jen Kiggins are vying for the seat. Abortion rights and inflation are hot topics for candidates everywhere, but Old Dominion University political science professor Jesse Richman says there's an issue that makes the Luria-Kiggins competition unique. So I think this is a district in which military policy and foreign policy are particularly important. This is one of the places where Luria has sometimes broken with the Democratic Party. Today is Election Day, and if you're lining up to vote, here are some things you should know. Some polling places have changed in the wake of redistricting efforts. You can confirm your polling place at the Virginia Department of Elections website. Polling places will be open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., and anyone in line by 7 p.m. will be able to vote. Make sure to bring a valid ID, such as a driver's license. If you don't have an ID, you can fill out a provisional ballot and mail a copy of your ID to the state election board by November 11th. If you're voting by mail, the ballot must be postmarked by 7 p.m. tonight. Nonpartisan state auditors say the COVID-19 pandemic had an unprecedented impact on K-12 students. They found increased behavioral issues, a decline in academic achievement, and a depleted teacher workforce. They're recommending the state fund a series of short-term programs to help bolster public education in Virginia. Patrick Larson from BPM News reports. Auditors say school districts need cash to cover tutoring, instructional assistant and psychologist positions, as well as costs to get new teachers fully licensed. But they acknowledge teachers and staff have additional concerns, pay, class size, and lack of respect from the public among them. Chad Stewart from the Virginia Education Association says the recommendations will likely help. But the fact that we've already recognized that they're going to be inadequate to deal with our major structural problems that we're seeing really just speaks to the need for serious investment in the upcoming legislative session. 
Governor Glenn Youngkin's administration is urging school divisions to consider covering the programs recommended by auditors using federal COVID-19 relief dollars. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A second GRTC rapid bus transit route, similar to the Pulse, is in the works. The Pulse, which opened in 2018, runs east to west, while a proposed line would run north to south, according to Axios Richmond. Heading north, the proposed line would run along Chamberlain Avenue and Highway 1 to Virginia Center Commons. A southern route leaving the city center could travel along Richmond Highway, Hull Street, or Midlothian Turnpike. GRTC recently commissioned a $700,000 study to look into the possible routes. Riders won't have to wait until 2028 for the proposed route unless new funding sources become available. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.